0: Recently, a dying star has been spotted by scientists that has swallowed a planet, which provides insight into Earth's eventual fate in 5 billion years. Starlink just launched its 4,000th working satellite. Great news or too much? And the Czech Republic just became the 24th country to sign NASA's Artemis Accords. All this and more on today's Space Brief. Hello and welcome to the Undiscovered Country. I'm your host, Bryant A.M. Baker. Today, I'll present the top five most important things happening in the world of space. Let's get started. Number five. On May 4th, 2023, SpaceX's Starlink Group 5 through 6 mission put 56 Starlink satellites into low Earth orbit. It marked the company's 30th launch of the year, with an average of one launch every 4.2 days in 2023. This was also the company's 157th Falcon 9 flight, with a flight-proven booster. The mission will bring the total number of Starlink satellites launched to 4,340, with more than 4,000 still in orbit. Booster B1069 7, which supported this flight, landed on the autonomous spaceport drone ship A Shortfall of Gravitas. This was its second mission, having flown 47 days before and previously supported the CRS 24, Hotbird 13F, OneWeb Launch 15, SES 18 and 19, and two Starlink missions. The Starlink satellites launched will be lifted into an initial orbit of 298 by 340 kilometers inclined at 43 degrees before being raised to a 530 kilometer circular orbit at 43 degrees into a Starlink second generation orbit. The Falcon 9 rocket uses super-chilled liquid oxygen and rocket propellant, which is cooled to increase density and improve engine performance. Starlink is designed to provide internet service to under-connected regions, and its deployment is a key milestone in this effort. The continuous and frequent launches showcase SpaceX's ability to reuse rocket parts and reduce the cost of space exploration. But what are your thoughts to the frequency of SpaceX's rocket launches this year? Do you think the Starlink satellite constellation will be a significant development in internet connectivity? Number 4 the Czech Republic has become the 24th country to sign the Artemis Accords, which are designed to guide space exploration cooperation among nations, including those participating in NASA's Artemis program. During a ceremony at NASA headquarters in Washington, Foreign Minister Jan Liparovsky signed the Accords on behalf of the country, while NASA Administrator Bill Nelson represented the agency. The Artemis Accords were established in 2020 by NASA in coordination with the U.S. Department of State and eight other original signatories to reinforce and implement the 1967 Outer Space Treaty. They also reinforced the commitment by the United States and other partner nations, to the registration convention, the rescue and return agreement, and best practices and norms of responsible behavior that NASA and its partners have supported, including the public release of scientific data. The signing ceremony between the Czech Republic and NASA is significant as it reinforces the commitment to international cooperation and scientific data sharing. This agreement allows for future discussions between the Czech Republic, NASA, and other partners to create a safe, peaceful, and prosperous future in space. It is also an opportunity for the country to establish industrial and institutional cooperation within the Artemis community. With the Czech Republic's rich history in spaceflight and more than 100 companies and organizations involved in space efforts, this signing has the potential to boost space exploration efforts across the globe. But what are your thoughts on the new Artemis Accords, and how do you think international cooperation can help space exploration? Number 3 SpaceX plans to conduct a mirror test flight of its Starship rocket as soon as later this summer. However, the requirements for this launch include repairing and improving the launch site and making modifications to the flight termination system. The launch of Booster 7 and Ship 24, which was already outdated when it was tested in April, achieved several objectives to add confidence in the system. It provided a stepping stone to the critical milestone of Starship reaching orbital velocity. The full power of Booster 7's liftoff thrust caused a rock tornado that spewed debris far and wide, impacting various structures, including the tank farm. Elon Musk, SpaceX chief designer, set expectations for the launch, ranging from not destroying the launch site via a pad explosion, to gaining as much data as possible. The vehicle cleared the tower, and Musk was happy to report that the pad damage was relatively small and could be repaired quickly. Before the next flight, SpaceX plans to complete the pre-planned modification of the crater that resulted from Booster 7's liftoff by covering it with a water-cooled steel plate. Another mitigation plan is a change to the final seconds of the countdown. The initial reports of the launch site in the days after the launch have been positive. But what do you think of SpaceX's plans to return Starship to flight so quickly? Are they ignoring the other negative aspects of the test last month? Or is this exactly how they should be proceeding? Let me know what you think. Number 2 Astronomers have witnessed a dying star swallow a planet for the first time, providing insight into Earth's eventual fate in 5 billion years. While Earth's consumption will result in a tiny disturbance, this cosmic explosion is far greater. Most planets meet their end when their host star runs out of energy and expands, devouring everything in its path. The lead author of this study, Keshulay Day stated that the discovery of this killer star unfolded like a detective story. They established that the planet Swallowed was a gas giant similar in mass to Jupiter. The star, similar to the Sun, took around 100 days to consume the planet, beginning by nibbling at its edges, which ejected dust. Earth will most likely not end with a bang, but with a whimper with the dying sun having already evaporated all the planet's water. The study's co-author, Ryan Lau, said the discovery speaks to the transience of our existence. Astronomers now know what to look for and hope to observe many more planets being consumed by their stars. This discovery reveals the fate of planets when their host stars run out of energy. It also offers insights into Earth's future in five billion years. The discovery of a planet being consumed by its star provides astronomers with a blueprint of what to look for, which will allow for more observations of this phenomenon. Number 1 CCM Astro, a Texas-based communications technology company, has secured a major contract to supply electronic phased array payloads for seven U.S. military satellites. The satellites are being built by Raytheon Technologies as part of a low-Earth-orbit constellation for the U.S. Space Force's Space Development Agency. CCM Astro's KA-band radio frequency payloads will be integrated into these satellites, which will be part of the SDA's Tracking Layer Tranche 1. This layer will be connected via optical links in space with a transport layer mesh communications network. CCM Astro's founder and CEO Shea Sab- Sabrapur said this contract is a significant milestone for the company as it validates its approach to commoditizing phased array technologies. The company's Vireo Active Electronically Scanned Array, or ASA, RF communications payload, is a multi-beam communications antenna that electronically steers the beam to allocate K-band satellite capacity to users worldwide. This technology will be a major upgrade from legacy single-beam systems that are optimized for connecting to single static ground stations. The company is also developing an active electronically scanned array antenna that can support the military's Link-16 tactical data network. The network has been used for decades by the U.S. military, and as well as allies, to securely share data. The new technology will provide the capability SDA needs for the future. This contract marks a significant step in the company's goal to design and build a software-defined system that can be scaled to different platforms and put together like Lego bricks. But what do you think of CCM Astro's approach to commoditizing phased array technologies? How will this technology upgrade affect the U.S. military's communication capabilities? Share your thoughts in the comments below. Thank you for joining me. Links to all the stories are in the description. The world of space law, policy, and business is changing every day. If you feel like this information has been helpful for you, please consider giving it a like or rating and subscribing and following the content. I'm honored to be a part of this community of citizens in this undiscovered country, and I'll see you again next time.